Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. This is not Michael Cargill. This is Zach History, by the way, filling in for Mike while he scrambles to get to the studio today. So, yeah, lots going on today. Kobe Bryant is dead. Died in a helicopter crash. He's gone. Just a couple hours ago it happened. Very sad. Also... Coronavirus has killed 56 people now and infected over 2,000. I mean, that's crazy. And there's some guy that hopped on a plane while he was sick. And, yeah, he's symptomatic, but he still got on a plane all over a bunch of people. Just breathing everywhere. Ugh, gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. How about you, Felicia? I travel a lot, and the thought of that is absolutely, I mean, like, horrifying. I won't even yeah. sit. I don't, I won't, if someone sneezes, I'm like, I'm going to move. I'm going to go now. And I don't sit by the bathrooms because that's where everyone goes. But, oh, my God, I can't. I mean, and we've all kind of been there where I'm like, no, it's just allergies. I have to get home or I have to get to this work event. But that, ugh, it's so scary because it happens so quickly. Yeah, I understand this guy wants to get home from, uh, or is it uh, Wang Fu or something where the epicenter of the contagion is? But it's like, don't get on a plane, man. Don't yeah. get on my plane. Yeah, don't get least. on anyone's plane. Take your own plane. <laughs> Be by yourself. Drive a car. Yeah, the U.S. has said that they would evacuate any American citizen that's over there. I'm sure they would test them and uh, quarantine them, do whatever's necessary. I would hope. Oh, for sure. It's almost as if we didn't learn anything from the Ebola issue that we had just a few years ago. This, If this is going to keep happening, then we need to... Maybe TSA should start actually doing something other than inappropriately groping me when I go through security. Or should they shove a swab up your nose, you think? I don't know. But maybe we should like take people's temperature or something. Just a little more invasion of privacy. I and y'all, yeah, you want more invasion of privacy. <laughs> I know. Felicia yeah. wants this more is groping. so off-brand. Wow. I just hate... like. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't shake people's hands. I don't like being hugged. I don't like touching people. And just, like, the entire thought of someone, like, transferring their germs thousands of miles across the country via airplane or the world, like, across the airplane, like, that may be the one time that I support, like. Yeah, you say that, <laughs> but you're always trying to hug me. 
Only, only when we're like three beers in after the show. <laughs> only, only when I'm a little drunk. But you're, um, you're a hugger. I'm really not. You can ask literally. She's a anyone. groper. <laughs> uh, no, I don't work for the TSA. That's the next level <laughs> stuff right there. So yeah, also shot show. Um, that just ended. It's in Vegas, uh, the biggest basically outdoor hunting shooting trade show just happened and gary's gonna tell us a little bit about that later in the new segment in the or new the segment. revival of an old segment i guess global gun news yeah i wasn't here when you guys started doing that uh-uh. i wasn't here either you weren't i was it was i mean i've been here for three years so well i'm yeah. technically on the crew of the show now yeah, i know you're, you're our intern. intern did you not bring coffee today no. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of messed up. Or at least like I don't I'd know. like to look He's at myself as kind of intern. More okay. of a more of a than just an intern. You're like the Monica Lewinsky of the show. Oh wow! <laughs> I don't gr- I don't try to grope me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not interested in anything that's happening right now. I just wanted coffee. Um, from our when Mike was not here, the show gets weird, man. Um, for the record, if I had known it was just the three of us, I probably would have. You had the coronavirus today. <laughs> I would have called upstairs. You probably still would have come, wouldn't you? <clears throat> yeah, and I would have hugged you. Oh. I probably <laughs> would have hugged circle. you anyway. Just because, you know, oh, that would God. be great. So I have a little bit of news. Um, so TBPF hosted policy orientation this past week. How'd that go? Uh, it was good. It was a fun event. Um, not so cool was the fact that Dan Patrick in one of his speeches said that he was thinking of changing the rules to only allow a simple majority in the Senate to bring bills to the floor because that's how worried the GOP is about us Republicans, conservatives losing the majority in the Senate. So what does that mean in layman's terms? So right now it requires 21 votes of the Senate to bring a bill to the floor. Out of? How many? Mm, how many senators do we have, Gary? I want to say 50. Uh, we have 150 reps. I don't know how many senators we have. So something like 50? A so supermajority, so right less now than it 50. takes 21 out of 40-something. I sound like an idiot right now. I'm looking it up. So he's re- wanting to require more people to have to vote? Fewer. Fewer. Because he thinks conservatives aren't going to have a supermajority anymore after this year. So currently it's 21, which is a supermajority. Um, and he wants to move it to 19, which would be a simple majority, because he thinks that we're going to lose. So what do you think about this? I think if we put half, we have 31. 31. Sorry, I was really bad, or really wrong. Um, I think that if we worried half as much about how to rig the system so we could still stay in control, even though we keep losing elections, and actually winning elections, we'd have a much stronger party and movement in Texas. And how do we do that? <laughs> Um, I mean, think I think first it's being more inclusive. The state Republican Executive Committee, um, which is kind of the governing body for the Republican Party of Texas in Texas, is actually meeting this weekend for their first quarter meeting. And they're voting yet again on whether or not to include log cabin Republicans as an official auxiliary of the Republican Party of Texas. Yeah, there's some more drama going on with that. Oh, there's always so much drama. And for anyone who doesn't know, the Log Cabin Republicans are the um, is the organization for the LGBTQ plus community who are Republicans, and they work on um, 
just being an organization for people to get involved and learn how the party operates. Because as we can see, the Republican Party is not super open to them being involved or being part of the party. And that's why we lose. That's why we will lose. Because we want to say that we're Big Ten and then, wait, no, not you, you're gay. Or not you, you, you're bi. Or not you, no, you're not pro-life. And it's just irritating. So we need some more inclusivity. Yeah, and we're going to find out what happens. I mean, this this next weekend, they're meeting and they're voting on it. I think there's a vote tomorrow, actually. About exactly that, huh? Mm-hmm. There's a committee meeting tomorrow, and we'll find out what happens next weekend. What's your prediction on how it's going to turn out? <sighs> I mean, I want them to win. You know, I want LCR to be involved. Dan Crenshaw just sent out a press release. But, I mean, we've ignored Dan before. We'll see. We're talking about Republicans. We're talking about coronavirus. We're talking about Kobe Bryant. We're talking about lots more. Now we're going on a break. We'll be back shortly. Come and talk. Hey, this is AWR Hawkins, Bright Park News. You're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, guys, we're back. And we have some riveting news for you. Because now, it's time for GGN, Global Gun News. Global Gun News is sponsored by Central Texas Gunworks, the largest online gun store in Texas. In the news. All right, so last Monday was Martin Luther King Day. And thousands gathered in Richmond, Virginia, to protest the state's new gun control laws. Now, prior to the protest, Virginia's governor, Ralph, Ralph Northam, made famous by his blackface scandal, declared a state of emergency comparing the planned event to the Charlottesville tragedy in 2017. Northam banned all firearms on Capitol grounds. And prior to the event, at least three members of the neo-Nazi group, the base, were arrested for fear of inciting violence. That being said, police estimate that 22,000 people showed up and only a single arrest was made against a woman for wearing a bandana. Also, interesting fact, Richmond used to be the capital of the Confederacy. Now, we also have uh, the SHOT Show out in Las Vegas. It's one of the largest gun shows in the world, and it was held from the 21st to the 24th 
at the Sands Expo Center. Thousands of people go there every January to see what firearms and related products, knives, uh, pants, backpacks, all that kind of stuff, uh, to see what those products that the leaders of industry will be releasing the following year. And then finally, we have some interesting statistics and information related to gun crime locally. So last October, Austin Police Department released a 50-page report detailing gun crime over a five-year period of time between 2014 and 2018. And noticeably, there was a 40% increase in gun-related crimes between 2015 and 2016. And the majority of the crimes that have been committed are robberies and aggravated assaults that are unrelated to family violence. But uh, rape and murder are also on the rise. Police say that the majority of these crimes are happening with firearms that are stolen from legal gun owners. And that is why it's very important not to keep your firearm in your car unsecured. And that being said as well, it's also interesting to note that police departments do not help gun store owners identify whether or not guns are stolen. So if someone comes to a gun shop to sell a gun, the gun, o- the, the gun store owner, like Michael, for example, would have no way to know whether or not that, uh, that firearm is stolen. And that is it. My name is Gary Faust, and that has been your gun news from around the globe. Thanks, Gary. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So, yeah, crime is up in general in Austin, it <clears> seems. <throat> we just had multiple stabbings last week and the week before. A lot of people heard about yeah. the uh, crazed homeless man that stabbed the Freebirds manager, right? And then there were more stabbings um, Thursday night, wasn't it? Yeah, a woman went on a rampage. <clears throat> what happened there? Um, she was a homeless woman, probably under the influence of drugs. I haven't confirmed yet, or at least the news hasn't released. And she just went around and stabbed multiple people, actually knocked an off-duty cop off her bike and held her at knife point. Wow. Stabbed five people downtown Mm -hmm. around Natchez and 6th. Yeah, I was downtown that night, and usually I'm, I don't really worry about it. Isn't that right near the homeless shelter? Yeah. Yeah. The victims were all women. (laughs) Yep, they were all women. All women. Thankfully, I was I was at a happy hour last night at con or on that night, Congress and Eighth, and my friends for whatever reason were very insistent on walking me back to my car that night. And usually I'm fine. No, it's no, it's not a big deal. It's just three blocks. But I'm thankful that they did because there were probably about eight of us who walked that way, and that was right around the time that uh, the stabbings were going on. So, do you think this crazed homeless woman had toxic masculinity? Maybe some toxic <laughs> methulinity. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> more like it. Do you think toxic femininity is a thing, Felicia? Answer the question. I'm not commenting on any of this. You guys are out of your mind. <laughs> yeah, let's hear your take on this, Alicia. Yeah, Felicia, your hot take. Well, you have to get my name right if you want my hot take, Felicia. I said your name right. Yeah. No, he called me Alicia. Felicia. Anyway, um. I mean, I don't really have a hot take. I don't care what kind of toxicity you have. Like, don't freaking stab people. Like, I don't care what kind of person you're, you are. I don't care what drugs you're doing. Like, don't stab me. Don't stab my friends. Don't stab other people. Like, just don't stab people. Were you carrying? I can't carry on my person. I have a class 
B misdemeanor conviction. You could carry a black uh, powder pistol, couldn't you? I believe. <laughs> what? Um, I mean, I always carry my keys like between my fingers, so if someone comes at me, I can punch them and stab them. You think you got to stop that lady with a key? With a key. After she stabbed five people and held up. I'm not saying that I would hostage. win. It's, I mean, I'm a nonviolent offender who got in trouble when I was 22 years old, and the government won't let me carry a gun for my own protection. You can have a knife, a sword. You yeah, can let have me brass just, knuckles. Boomerang. Let me grab a sword out of my a smart car. Like, <laughs> I like that, actually. <laughs> I don't think the bar yeah. I was in would let me walk in with a sword on my back. I'm not, I'm not Deadpool over here. <laughs> You'd have a knife in your pocket then. A katana. Of size, I those saw aren't, those aren't a homeless really guy with two size stuck in the ground. Really, about a year and a half. Yeah, ago. well, that's not surprising. Mm-hmm. Not surprising. What about I, some throwing stars? You could get some of those. Those yeah. are legal now, aren't they? I saw a homeless guy with nunchucks too. I really just that's, don't think I have what it takes to stab someone. Like, what? I don't. I don't think I could stab. What someone. if they are threatening your existence? Yeah. If they're I trying a, to hurt you. I have a, fr- a pretty strong like fight reflex. Um, but I just it just seems so messy. You could do it. Yeah. You got faith in you. Okay, I'll go buy a knife later this week. You should just like, if anyone has a, any suggestions on what I should get, put it in the comments. You could cruise around on a hoverboard, and then I can barely if walk you get straight. Attacked, I'm not getting on use, a hoverboard. You could use a hoverboard. I don't even weapon. use scooters. I I I would eat it, but um. The scooters are it's dangerous. Just, it's just hard because I don't carry a purse, um, and I'm a woman, so most of my clothing doesn't have pockets. So I mean, what? Where? Why don't am you I start wearing to? men's clothing then? Because um, I'm five foot three, and I just would not be a cute would, look for if me. If I was you, I would start wearing <laughs> men's clothing and keeping, you know, weapons in your pockets and riding a hoverboard. I think that's a valid solution. <laughs> I miss Michael. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> what? The mental image I have in my head of just like me dressed in like a suit rolling down the street in the hoverboard with a sword. Thanks, guys. That'll keep me protected. They would think I was one of the homeless people. Was the other person that was that stabbed the Freebirds manager also homeless? Mm-hmm. Are all these stabbings mostly homeless people? According Anyone to the aware report? of uh Yeah? Yeah. Wow. I'm not aware of any stabbings downtown that haven't been homeless people. So in 2014. The um, gun crime actually eclipsed knife crime. And with knife crime still rising the way it is, that just goes to show you how bad it is getting with uh, guns getting stolen and, and being used against people. The majority of them are robberies. There's not very many uh, murders with firearms in Austin. Austin's a relatively safe city, especially for being such a large, you know, like a, a major city. Yeah, the past few reports I've seen that have included firearms have all been drug-related. Yeah, well, that's what I think. A lot of them are drug robberies. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I The, the police need to be able to um, communicate with gun store owners to be able to identify stolen guns. They need some kind of registry for that. Pawn shops, for I stolen believe. stolen guns. Well, so that's the, here's the, the catch, is that I believe pawn shops are able to recognize through some sort of database or system whether or not a firearm is stolen. How can they do it? I, you, man, you're going to have to ask Michael. I don't, I don't know exactly, but he, that's what he was telling me. And if that's the case, it just doesn't make any sense because if somebody knows that they can't sell a firearm at a pawn shop, but they do know that they can sell one to a gun store, 
Yeah, because if your firearm is stolen, you are required to report that. To right. Absolutely. Uh huh. And then, yeah, registry for those. Not a registry for guns. Just registry. General. Registry for stolen guns. For stolen guns. Yeah. 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 And it have doesn't make that sense. relayed to the gun stores, or at least accessible by the gun stores. It doesn't make sense how the gun stores couldn't have same access to what the pawn stores or the pawn shops have access to. Yeah, no sense. I don't understand government or law enforcement. I wonder <laughs> well, what the difference is. <laughs> I don't know. I've already told you more than I know. So let's switch gears here. So Texas, red, Republican. For now. For how much longer, Felicia? Um, this is 100% conjecture on my point, um, just based off of the elections I've been working in Texas for the past 10 years, but I 100% think that we will flip blue in November. In we, November? Mm-hmm. We'll flip this blue November. this year. At least in the House. We'll lose more seats in the House. I don't know if the Senate will flip, although now that I know Dan Patrick is worried about it, I mean, maybe it's something that we should definitely be looking into, but I, I definitely think the House will flip. I don't think that we'll win back as much as I love so many of the candidates running in the Austin area. I don't think we'll win most of them back. What's the spread now of the seats? Like how many? I don't know off the top of my head. Is it a narrow margin? We lost a lot of seats in the DFW area last year. And now we have a good portion of um, Republican House members, at least, retiring and not running for reelection. So that means that those are open seats. There's no incumbent to pull weight. Um, I know that Jonathan Sicklin's doing a good job kind of endorsing the guy running in his district because he decided not to run again. But other House members really aren't doing that. Um, but I can look up those numbers over the break and get back to you. We're talking about Texas. We're talking about the House. We're talking about will it flip? This is Zach History, and you're listening to Come and Talk. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Talk 1370, The Right Choice. I get no doubt, but I know again, and I don't even need to doubt. I get no doubt. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's my Talk It. All right, so I looked at the numbers over the break, and we have 150 house or 150 reps in our house. 
82 are Republican, 66 are Democrat, and there's three vacant, and there's two special elections. I want to say Tuesday. There's at least one special election in Houston and another one, I believe, in the DFW area. I'll be interested to see how those go. Um, I know the Republican candidate in Houston's been working really hard. But, and voter turnout's pretty low. But y'all have to remember, November 2020, who's going to be our presidential nominee, Trump. He's extremely divisive, even within the Republican Party. And... I mean, I've been people have been sending me emails that they've been getting from Democrats in their area and they are extremely organized, extremely organized. And the Republicans can't even get people to volunteer. So we should be worried. I guess we'll see how that goes. Now, I think we have my good buddy and confidant, Michael Cargill, on the phone. You there, Mike? Yes, I am. Right, Felicia. It's going to be it's going to be a tough election because. There's no doubt in my mind that Trump is not going to win. Trump is definitely going to win his second term. No doubt in my mind. But what's going to happen is the GOP is going to pay down ballot. They're going to pay for that, and we're going to lose some seats in Texas. We're we're probably going to lose the House. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm that's my prediction right now. We're going to lose the House in Texas, and it's going to go to the Democrats, and we're going to barely hold on to the Senate. Uh, what do you guys thoughts on that? Well, I definitely agree. Trump's going to win. Um... I, I I think people don't like the Republican Party, but that doesn't mean that they don't like Trump. Yeah, I think Trump will win. Um, but down ballot races are going to suffer just like they did in 2018, especially since this is going to be the first regular election where we do not have uh, straight ticket voting. You can't just walk into the booth and hit R for Republican or D for Democrat. You have to go in right. there and you have to vote individually on every single race. And people are going to not know they're going to get bored. They're going to say, well, I don't like this new voting machine because a lot of counties in Texas have brand new equipment. And they're going to go in, they're going to vote for the president and then leave. And all of our down ballot races are going to suffer just like they did in 2018 when we lost the entire third court of appeals here in the Austin area. That's right. That's right. And you know what? And man, there's some other stuff going on. There's some gun news that's going on. I know you guys covered the global gun news, which was great, by the way. Uh, but man, there's a, there's some, Man, there's some things that have happened around the country, and, and Zach, you know, what are, what are some of those other stories there? You're hitting buttons you with your face, money. Michael. Or am I? Yeah. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. It's okay. You're a boomer. We love you anyway. Well, <laughs> the biggest news was out of Virginia, that gun rally, you know? Right. Right outside the Capitol drew 22,000 people. How do you think that turned out? Uh, turned out great. There was one arrest for a woman wearing a bandana on her face. Yeah, she was asked repeatedly to remove it, and I guess she put it on, took it off, put it on, took it off. I don't know. Yeah, everybody else, no problem at all. It's not the legal gun owners that are the problem. If it was, you'd know by now. Did you hear about that shooting? Because there's some other news that's out there too, Zach, if you can look that up. You hear about that shooting that took place on Highway 71 on the outskirts of Austin, where these two vehicles were driving along, a little road rage going on. Oh, yeah. And then what happened was one guy, they, I guess they pulled into a gas station. Another guy got out of his vehicle once they pulled into the gas station and starts beating on this guy through the window. The guy inside his vehicle pulled out his handgun, who happened to be a life-to-carry handgun holder, shot and killed this guy, and then jumped out and started administering first aid to him. 
And I, I you know, honestly, I think he's going to, I think he's going to be fine, you know, because that's a classic case of castle doctrine. If someone unlawfully enters, you know, your vehicle or try to remove you from your vehicle, then you're justified using force or daily force to stop them. So I always tell people, don't get out of your vehicle. There's no reason for you to get out of your vehicle. Stay inside your vehicle. And you definitely don't run up on someone else's vehicle and start beating them in the face. Yeah, that'll get you shot. <laughs> Absolutely. And there's some other stuff going on. What else is going on, Zach? Well, that's the biggest thing. There were those stabbings uh, downtown on Thursday. That was a little rampage this woman went on. Yeah, so it's like one lady, and she just went around. She just started stabbing people in the back. I mean, I, I, instead of the city of Austin talk about doing a gun buyback program, I honestly think they need to do a knife uh, knife buyback program instead. Because I tell you, these stabbings are just insane in this town. It's yeah. not even a buyback program. They're just like, it's hey, give, give us back. your guns. Uh-huh. If anyone oh, has a gun a that back? they want to get rid of, I'll help you out. Yeah, it's a buyback, but you don't get paid for it. Yeah. Right. I you saw... know, these, these stabbings oh, yeah. are re- really remind me of how the murder rate in London, I think maybe like a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. eclipsed that of New York City for a while. And yeah. it was basically all from stabbings. Yeah, because guns are banned there. Mm-hmm. That was when we had BBC here for a bit, too, and we were talking about that. <laughs> Did we? Mr. Ed Balls. <laughs> His name's Head Balls? Ed, Ed Balls. Close. No, but um, I saw that post online, and it was actually Representative Briscoe Kane who posted it, and he was like, look, if you have a gun in Austin and you don't want it, I'll meet you and then give you 20 bucks for it. So at least you get something for giving your gun away instead of just the city of Austin what? giving you like a little Who's a little this? pat on the back. Frisco Kane, representative out of Austin, I'll give you a sticker. Yeah. Well, I, and I... You know, and it's funny. I'm tempted to do that. I'm tempted to go out there, too, and offer people $25, you know, for their firearm. As long as they're in good working condition, I'll, you know, give them 25 bucks. You make a lot of money doing Frisco that. Kane. I yeah. will. Hey, he said, I give me a lot of... So, he said he'd give somebody 20 bucks to get their, buy their gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what my favorite thing is when the government has one of those buybacks and then some guy comes in with these four homemade shotguns made out of, like, PVC pipe and some kind of makeshift striker, and they gave him 100 bucks for each one. Nah. I, we'll let the office police department take those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only taking the good guns. I know there are a bunch of good guns out there. I'm, I'm gonna. I want to take those. I want to buy those back. All right, I'm gonna let you guys go ahead and have it, and I'll I'll join you inside the studio. Yeah, we can't wait to have you, Mike. All right, can't I'll wait be to there have you as bit. our guest on the show here. Why? Thank you. I can't wait to be there. All right, thank you, Mike. Briscoe Kane, what a stupid thing to say. It was a joke. I mean, because APD hey. wasn't going to pay anyone, and he was like, "No, give them to me. I'll at least give you twenty yeah. bucks." Give him some He's cash. the one who was banned from Twitter um, for tweeting Beto when he was like, "Yeah, we're going to come take your AR-15s," and Briscoe was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm oh, ready for you." Oh, that's how I know this guy. Yeah, he's okay. a Republican representative, part of the Freedom Caucus. He's outside. He's like Eastern Harris County, like. Deer Park, I'm looking Baytown. at it right now. Yeah, yeah, District 128. And he got a Twitter ban for just saying, yeah, come and yeah. get him? He, he, said, he was yeah. like, my guns are ready for you, Beto. And he was banned from Twitter. Uh, he might still be banned from Twitter. Threat. 
That's right. such that's that's yeah. a that's well, if that's the way he talks, because when you tell me he was going to give people twenty dollars, I I obviously that's such like a such such dry humor. Oh yeah. That I think maybe people don't recognize that he's joking. I mean, I don't think he's threatening to kill Beto O'Rourke. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, I mean, no, he's definitely not, and he's definitely joking. But I don't know if you know this, but people on the left, like, they're not very funny. They don't have like a great no, sense of humor. They can't meme either. <laughs> no, no, they good definitely memes can't. Come from that side. I've got a lot of friends that are that are. Like, oh, man, this one guy I know. He Your was, friends are normal, though. He, he described himself as the dirty left. That's what he described himself as. Well, I don't know what mean? that necessarily means, but I think it's the uh, the unpolitically correct left, which does exist. It's just not It's not very widespread, I guess. Doesn't sound and it's definitely not mainstream. It's not, uh-uh. <laughs> does that not sound progressive to you? That's Zach? not. I don't know, man. I mean, it's obviously not all black and white. There's no absolutes. You can't just blanket somebody like that. But uh, I don't know. Can I just please say that people aren't funny and you, like, roll with it? No. <laughs> it's always an argument with you, Gary. You guys are like a married couple, I feel like. No. Hard pass. Thank you. <laughs> We're no? Good. So uh, why was Kobe Bryant in this helicopter? Because his- he's Kobe Bryant. He was, was he traveling. going somewhere? Or was That's he, how was he hanging gets around. Out, you know, got around. He just he just gets around in a helicopter. He was with his daughter as well. Very right. Sad. That's that's why I'm wondering if he, if he was traveling somewhere for maybe an event or an appearance, or if he was, um, you know, like going for fun. When you're really rich, it's like you can do those things. How many hundreds of millions of dollars was he worth? I wonder. I don't know. A lot. So it says it was his helicopter. They were traveling. It was his. In Calabasas, California. Yeah. And one of his daughters was with him. And two other people died, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. I assume Hoover was flying the helicopter. He had 33,643 points in the NBA. Wow. I don't even have one. Jeez. He was six foot six, which isn't even that tall for the NBA, huh? I mean, that's, that's pretty tall, dude. Uh, thought they're like six eight, six ten, you know? Well, the average height of a, an NBA basketball player in the 2017 2018 season was six foot seven. Six seven. Whereas. The average American male is five nine and a half. Yeah, which is good news tall. for me. I'm, I guess, I'm taller than the average then. <laughs> How tall are you, Gary? Just like a hair under six foot. That's good. Yao Ming was seven foot six. Yeah, he was one tall. That guy's dude. a freak of nature, man. All right, we're going to break. We're talking about Kobe Bryant. We're talking about Texas Republicans. We're talking about Trump. You're listening to Come and Talk It with Zach History. Hello, this is Gerald Darty, and I'm the Precinct 3 County Commissioner here in Travis County, and you're listening to Come and Talk It. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. That's right. We're back, and I'm inside the studio. What's going on, Austin, Texas? Got stuck at the gun range there. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Please throw money. Throw money. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so, we, yeah, I got stuck at the gun range there. Oh, man, it's crazy. I had a class of uh, about 30 people. This has been a crazy weekend. We had an LTC class on Saturday, LTC class on Sunday, Every class that we've had this month have been jam-packed. People, everyone's trying to squeeze in into the LTC class. And today, you know, another another great class, great group of people, you know, and, and we started, man, we started early. We started at 945. I got them in there, and, and I tell you, we, over 30 people, and we we did good. We Good timing. So I tried to do it as fast as I could and make sure I ans- answer all their questions and all that stuff. All right, so... Um, we're gonna get we're gonna get uh, Michael Baker, the chairman of the Law Cabin Republicans of Austin, in studio next weekend. We'll get him in, and then we'll uh, we have a little few Skype issues there, so we'll get that stuff ironed out. And then, um, man, you hear about that professor at the yeah, University of Texas? I actually have some uh, insider stuff on this. So this professor at <clears throat> University of Texas is he, arguing that what? Okay, so this guy, Professor Hubbard, not Elrond, but Professor Thomas Hubbard, University of Texas. University of Texas at Austin uh, professor. He does the classics. You know, he's like a history literary, literary guy. He uh, is arguing that we should roll back the age of consent f- for for sex. So he's basically saying that that you know a grown adult should be able to have sex with young. That kids. is insane. And yeah. I, and I bet you this guy is on the list of the people that don't want guns on campus. Listen to this. So it gets, I'll put it, money it on actually it. gets I'll even put money weirder. On it. So I I went down and covered an event at the tower a couple like maybe two months ago a month and a half ago because the statesman broke this story and the the coalition against sexual assault was there protesting these some of these teachers that have been accused of sexual assault and they were also protesting um, this guy and what they're saying is this guy uses he uses these these the classical Athenian model to to say, oh, look, traditionally, pedophilia has not always been so uh, ostracized by society. It hasn't been so stigmatized. So maybe we should go back to, to a model like that. Yeah. A little sicko. Yeah. Yeah, right, dude? But uh, it's great. even weirder because get this. And this is what I was talking to 
a member of the sexual the coalition against sexual assault and she was telling me that and this was her her she, this was coming from her personal perspective they haven't the group itself hasn't made a, an official statement on this but she was saying that this guy it has written books about this oh. about basing basing your you know ages of consent and rolling them back get basing. a gun so get this so what he's saying is that um it's not bad and <laughs> people should be able to have a relationship with whoever they want and it's basically he's like a he's, i don't want to say apologizing for it because i think that's even giving him too much credit i think he's sympathizing with pederasty which is when that's you know, like that's what the spartans engaged in they had these grown men raping the the little boys turning them into these these warriors you know oh, that's like psychological you absolutely know, not unacceptable no that is not the way our society and here's the last thing i'll say before i forget he published this book through a publishing house that's associated with nambla and and nambla's uh, uh he's he's saying i don't know anything about nambla i don't i don't like nambla yet a nambla associated company is publishing has published his book Nambles the National Association of Man Boy Love. Mm -mm. All right, these that's that's the group that uh, South Park made fun of. North American Man Boy Love Association. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Uh -huh. That's what University it is. of Texas. North American, not just not just national, brother. They're going <laughs> continent wide. As goes Texas, goes the rest of the country. I tell you, and man. this guy's teaching our kids, man. Oh, un that's insane. You hear about the guy that uh, the man that stabbed and killed a pro-Trump boss? Oh yeah, he was mad that his boss liked Trump. Yeah, drapes an American flag over him, too. That guy looked like a sicko, too. Yeah, so his boss was a, uh, a supporter of President Trump. Where was this? Oh, man, this happened in, I don't even know, he was a construction worker, uh, a Florida man. Oh. <laughs> okay? A construction worker with anti-government beliefs is accused of fatally stabbing his boss, who was a proud and outspoken American and pro-Donald Trump supporter, according to an Orange County Sheriff's uh, arrest affidavit. So Mason Trevor Tony, 28, was arrested Monday on murder charges and the death of his boss, William Knight, 28. The fatal stabbing was reported at 10.45 a.m. at a construction site uh, in Florida over there uh, near Orlando. That's crazy. They killed and, him because he didn't like his political beliefs. And this was, was this premeditated? Have they figured that out yet? I don't know. But you look at him and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I saw the picture of him. Yeah, he's out there. I tell you what, let, let me bring into the conversation uh, the chairman of uh, the Law Academy Republicans of Texas, Michael Baker. Michael Baker, welcome to Come and Talk It, sir. Hey, Mike Cargo, it's great to be with you. Absolutely. It's a great sir. day in America with Donald Trump as our president. That's Happy right. Happy to join you. Absolutely. You know, and I tell you, next week, I want to get you on next week at uh, the top of the hour so we can get you through Skype. We'll work on those issues and get the Skype fixed there and make sure we get you on. Um, sure. So we'll get that fixed. But I want you to talk about, you know, law account Republicans, because law account Republicans of Texas support the Second Amendment, and they also support the president, and the president supports law cabin. So what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? There's a lot going on, uh, Mike. You know, this is, uh, 2020 is a big year here in Texas, and we're, I'm determined that we're going to be a unified uh, GOP here in Texas for Donald Trump and even Senator Cornyn. Um, you know, we... Uh, we, you know, we endorsed uh, Donald Trump, log cabin Republicans national um, with the with the leadership and the push from the Texas chapters, all the chapters almost unanimously uh, to do endorse, go ahead and endorse Donald Trump. So, you know, we've been invited to the White House, part of the uh, planning 
procedure or policies for for the campaign. So we're really excited. You know, we we support the Second Amendment. You know, you know, we've even lobbied here in Texas for the Second Amendment and even uh, uh, open carry and so forth. So, um, uh, you know, we're we are working working right now to to make sure, you know, the different factions of the party, if you want to call it, everybody from libertarians to the, you know, to um, moderates, conservatives, and, and, and organizations like ours to work together to unify completely for to keep Texas red. Yeah, because a lot of kind of Republicans, you know, for, you know, for, for years have actually, you know, helped, you know, Texas and, and helped Texas at the Capitol and, and helped uh, quite a few different bills pass, get passed and some legislation get, you know, get accomplished here in the great state of Texas, the Lone Star State. Uh, but there have been some issues with law cap Republicans, you know, having an issue at, you know, trying to get a booth uh, during the convention. You want to address that at all? Sure, sure. Um, you know, yeah, that's been the past. And, um, you know, I always look to the future and and I feel very, very hopeful, uh, very hopeful that, we, you know, it's actually interesting to bring that up. Um, we have our applications in uh, to be part again, just to unify the party. I think we're we're uh, going to do that. Um, I feel very hopeful that our SCRC members, that's our state representatives from the executive committee, um, are going to vote in the right way because they're it's all about unification. And you know, we got the Dems out there that are so hungry for Texas; it's, it's ridiculous. They think after the last uh, race in 2018, it's close. I don't think it is, and and that's what log cabin Republicans are going to bring. They're going to bring votes. They're going to bring unification to the party. So, out there, if you if you all are supportive of us of, of uh, what we're about, what Log Cabin's about. And all we're really about is to be ambassador of, uh, of the state party, to work together with everyone. Um, but to call your SREC rep, um, you can find there who your rep is. There's two of them per Senate district. You can go onto the state uh, Texas GOP Republican Party, and you can identify where you live and which rep and reach out. If you do believe in what we're doing, um, we appreciate your support. And I want to say, Mike, Mike, I don't know if I can say this right now, but Congressman Dan Crenshaw, you know, our rock star of the Republican Party here in Texas, he, he came out for us and, and put together a, a support letter, um, you know, and uh, in recognition of, of what we are and uh, wrote in there and how much we need to include, embrace and support all of our conservative policies and principles of everyone that, that thinks the way we do, including Log Cabin, um, and encourages all of us all of us in all of our different organizations to work together. Nice. All right. So we're and, excited about that. Yeah. Uh, hi there. I got a, I just got a quick question for you. Um, given that the nature of the log cabin Republicans, I'm just curious if there are any other views that the log cabin Republicans hold that are not as traditionally conservative. Any other view? Well, I mean, our views that we, we stand for, you know, let's let's back up. We're, you or I probably are not going to agree 100 percent on anything, but I bet you you talk to our members are going to agree. We're going to agree on 90 percent. I mean, that's the religious liberties, um, smaller government, immigration issues. You know, all those main solid principles that we're going to agree upon. The only thing that we may, you know, that and I don't know how as as a party that believes in freedom and independence. Um, you know, we believe, of course, in quality for all. And that that is not just one group. That's just equality for everybody as a human being, man, woman, you know, uh, if you're Hispanic or African-American, whatever it may be. So how I don't know how we really differ in that. Um, 
you know, we may have members, you know, in, that are we're going. We've got a lot of that are going to be pro-life. Um, there may be some pro-choice, but you can take TFRW or any other organization. You're not going to have. We're not going to all agree 100 percent. All right. And that's Michael Baker. He's the chairman of Law County Republicans for Texas. And you definitely take out their website, Law County Republicans of Texas. You can go to Austin, go to Houston, go to Dallas, go to San Antonio. Check out that website. As always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You will listen to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.